0: What's up guys, it's Shannon and welcome to another episode of the Lecture Series and... Today we're going to talk about the challenges of getting started So after speaking to a lot of people Speaking to a lot of investors And speaking to a lot of non-investors as well You guys really helped me on that Gave me a lot of insights on What are the things that first timers will go through That's why I really love all the contacts That you guys send me via email or via chats or whatsoever I really do appreciate those contacts Where sometimes I really like forget Like because I bought like several already So when you come back to the very first experience right what is actually going through your mindset and that's very important to me so I'm able to help further and generally there will be like five main challenges why people don't really like or it's very difficult for them to start in property investing the first one is property and investment are generally not a dinner table topic i realized that we don't talk enough about several topics number one is sex number two is death number three is money these three things in life often become taboo especially in the dinner table because last time when you ask people like how much money people make right oh he got a new job then everyone clap hey, yay for the promotion right you ask then you get how much increment then it becomes a like, very rude you know like it's very difficult to just spell out like oh I get a 200 raise and that's about it and that leads to a gap for this particular individual and him only realizing the importance of space when he comes out to rent a place for example after he's finished his SPM like for those who just graduated right congratulations then now they want to come to PJ they want to go to uni right finally they need to get a room okay. Eh? wow one pigeon hole one bed one sofa like that is 500 ringgit 600 ringgit if you go to sunway area lagi worse then what's worse in my opinion is for those who are staying in the cbd already for those who are staying in klang ready right the units also in the same place then basically they are still living with a the family they still think that space is free they don't have to pay for lodging hence they have extra pocket money to go and spend on other things that they use to impress other peers and to me, I was very, very fortunate where in my family, we talked a lot about money. We talked a lot about like share market, which property you buy, why you move house again, how much you made from it. And that leads to this realization of, hey... People make money off real estate. That's why I got into being a real estate agent very, very early in my career. 21-year-old, 22-year-old dude where my customers sometimes feel uncomfortable in giving me the deposit. Are you sure you can manage this transaction or not? It's a $1 million property, you know, young man. And I get that a lot. That's why I started early. I managed to one for myself 22, 23 and I'm very very grateful for it if not what's gonna happen is like what I always say in the channel men especially only come to realise oh damn I need house now because I am going to propose to my current girlfriend that's usually a cue when I get phone calls like hey Sean can help me find property and then I know hey I'm going to propose with ya." only when they buy their ring they think like hey where are we going to stay Or what am I going to answer the in-laws if they ask this question that will usually lead to a whole different mistake that I always rap about where the dream home becomes a conversation during a home buying process it's going to be super dangerous most likely They're going to buy things that they cannot afford and it goes on and on. I think for that, we have a lot of videos in the channel already. So again, the first challenge would be the awareness of real estate being a property investment tool or bringing a home. And the weirdest thing is that all of us grew up in a home before. Therefore, we should be very familiar with this topic, but apparently it's not. The second challenges I see is the habit of our learning patterns as Malaysians. We are very familiar since we go through UPSR, PMR, SPM, A levels, Uni. Still, we go through a classroom formal learning setting. And after they graduate, then now they realize that hey, people make money out of property. They, or well, property millionaire course, oh. and this course lettering right or i will say word it then becomes very very attractive to a lot of individuals where i know i'm gonna learn something my mother tell me to learn property that's this course 5886881088 whatsoever then they go and sign up for a webinar then they go and get themselves educated yes that's a very very good way at least you get yourself educated but This leads to then people signing up for things that they don't understand because in those kind of environment, it's a marketing tool, right? It's an event where you are part of the process of demand creation for these property speakers for bulk purchases. Nothing wrong with that, it's just a business model. But then this leads to a very different experience for this individual. This leads to a conversation that money making via property investment is a myth. A lot of people think that oh, this property investment, right? You want to make money from it, right? You must conduct courses. Then you sell courses teaching people how to become property millionaire. You don't need to have property one, you just need to sound like you have only. Then you sell courses and you make money, then you push these products that that are stuck in the market to these people, then you get commission from it. That's how property people make money. And unfortunately, that's not true. Yes. That's not money making from property. That's money making from a business that revolves around property topic. And that leads to challenge number three. One of the only source for property-related informations, right? Unfortunately, it's from our parents. Like if you are not exposed to my channel or you're not exposed to your peers in the uni level or the working level, right? If you want to buy the first property, who would you call? It's either your parents or your close friends. And the outcome of your belief towards property investment depends highly on their narrative on the matter. And the thing is, everyone has their fair share of experience towards property. Every time you speak to a relative or you, every time you speak to a friend, right? My friend, uh, he got his property, like what price uh, now uh, he let out, uh, he still lose money, uh, but you never get the full context out of it. Then this friend of mine, uh, ready ready uh, now cannot pay, uh, now now don't know how to serve the loan, uh, now poor guy already. Uh. Or my friend, uh, this one, uh, buy landed uh, last time, uh, 12 years ago, uh, now make so much money. Uh. Ah, yeah, condo cannot buy one lah. Just buy landed, we'll do landed, confirm, make money one. Like my friend, they all all make money mah. All these statements, right, then forms the belief of this individual towards property investment without that proper knowledge. And when they come across new information or new strategies, right, a year cannot one, uh, my daddy's friend say cannot. Then when you really get to it, right, to the source of it. That's what exactly happened to me. The relatives that I thought were making a lot of money via property, in their equation, right, somewhat is merely luck, for example. And they don't talk about timing. When they buy, they bought at the lowest and they sold at the highest. At any moment of time, the tide rises, all make money. But when you look into their philosophy of buying, they don't care about rental. They were buying at a higher price than the neighbors and etc. All these kind of things, hmm. Didn't really make sense after I understand and looked through all their investment. The next challenge would be the decision-making of buying a property. It's a very long, tedious process, especially if you're buying a sub-sale. That includes also the transaction process. Let's say if you were to buy a home. Right. You need to go through the location, whether is it closer to your family or to your in-law or is it closer to your office, then what about your wife's office, then what about the school, is it close to a park and things like that, okay, you carved out and you zoom into a particular location. Then, do you want high rise? Do you want landed? How much can we afford? Do we join loan? Do we go individual? What if we break out? Sean say never join loan. Then, okay, then we go for mixed development, pure commercial or pure residential. Which one will be better? Is it closer to a mall, better? What if got LRT? What if without LRT? Then do we go for high floor, mid floor, two bedroom, two plus one or three. The difference is marginal. Then when we decide which bank would be better, do I go for semi-flexi loan, flexi loan? Is Islamic banking the same system? Then insurance, MRTA, MLTA, then fire insurance. Then when I pay booking, line up when I choose unit. Then after I book ready, I'm about to sign. There's a new project launch opposite. Then I need to redo all this thinking all over again. And after... You really booked and you purchased, right? And this applies to sub-sale. You get the first lawyer letter. Then you meet the first banker, sign it. Then you meet the lawyer, you sign it. Then you meet the other lawyer to sign it. Then you meet the other banker. Then another lawyer letter. When you After you purchase everything, really, months later, hey, you need to pay MOT because your strata title just got issued, Hey, the maintenance will charge you Because during this transaction period No one paid maintenance Now it's you are the new owner Sign this Then now you need to deal with the tenants Now you need to deal with this It's just a very, very long process And if you don't know what you're doing Then it can be very exhausting to you Along with that Which is the final challenge that I think the results come in a very, very slow manner. If I didn't start my first investment when I was 22, 23, right, it took me 10 years to realize that, hey, (laughs) <laughs> what i bought earlier made a lot of sense in comparison to buying that now the benefits that i reaped, i understand like the tenant is helping me building this wealth price appreciation not a lot not little to 30 percent, which is very good but the ultimate amount is small but i use that to then build my second my third my fourth inching my way towards my target of 25 properties right but in this generation where we enjoy instant gratification, we enjoy like, for example, you buy Bitcoin in the morning. Next hour, you can earn 10%. But the next hour, you can lose 20 And the investors now are kind of used to this kind of volatility really. But then if you were to invest in a property, right, it takes three years to complete. Then it takes months to get it ready, rent it out. Then the tenants pay to you. Then the price appreciation gently, 3%, 5% every year, slowly, slowly, slowly. But then when you sell, you need to pay tax some more Then, Sean, in 10 years time, right? What do you earn? 80000 huh? I can make 80000 in the morning, right? So for impatient people, then we will have this tendency to, since it's so long, might as well I play bigger. And so in the auction market, there are usual hot projects, right? They are led by several property speakers and they encourage people to play big. If you really want to achieve your goals, you either go big or you go home go big by beyond their means so these people then tapped into their greed they really want to go big they really want to make it then they go big they forge documents so they are entitled for loans that they cannot afford they falsify documents so they can get higher loan margins and etc all this with the expectation that once the keys are handed over instantly they will make a lot of money but the truth is is no it was years ago that i think People tell me property investment make money, la, but why my cash account got no money, one? Instead, I look at it as you buying a house with minimal cash right then while using the cash in hand to do other investments like crypto or stock market or whatsoever, lah, right? Ultimately, your investment strategy should be a portfolio consisting different asset classes. Ultimately, if you really know what you do, then you can focus more on that particular asset that you are very confident in. And I think those are the main challenges for first-time property investors it's One of beast right if people just stepped in hey the day i decide i want to learn something about property investment because my colleagues are telling me to do so my parents are telling me to do so i hope this channel can be the stepping stone towards their understanding of the subject matter and again i need to emphasize that all those speaking gigs all those courses are designed with intent in them right? Ultimately, it's not charity. And I have met successful property investors via those channels, like those who really follow and they play in accordance to the game book, in accordance to their strategy designed. Those are fine and they made it. And without those courses, they wouldn't have been the successful property investors. Of course, in this current age and time, we need to choose to be informed. Always choose to be informed. You listen to the so called victim lah, becoming bankrupt because of this property speaker la they ask me to buy so i buy la but when you sign the papers you know right you are the person that are okay because you are looking at the cashbacks instead of the risk because the accountability part you placed on the speaker instead of yourself but then we also need to listen to those who made it that will give us a better spectrum a better view on the entire matter whether these causes make sense or not. All I'm saying is, I encourage everyone who's watching this channel or not, right? Always choose to be informed so we can always take calculated risk in anything we do any investment assets right it's going to be the same thing like crypto some say it's just a money game but some meet millions out of it in stocks market my friend's parent got bankrupt because of stock market my friend is a professional trader who is making a living by trading stocks and with that thank you very much for watching this episode my intent for this episode is to let people know the challenges of why people are facing difficulties in property investment so their expectations of On this investment Can be managed It's going to be A very long journey Right It's going to be Informations everywhere There's going to be A lot of narratives And experience sharing From different aunties And uncles Well there's no need To tell them off But I would always prefer To prove them wrong And with that Thank you very much For watching And see you on the next one Ciao